so embarrassing. Every time I do that, that's just. beautiful listeners welcome back inside the sound this is michael and this is ryan well hey ryan so good to have you here brother and uh um you learned something new today (laughs) that uh learned something each individual has an association with silence it makes some people uncomfortable can be awkward for some people for other people it's just you know a moment to to be calm and I think a true trust of a friendship too is is can can you sit there and awk in, in in silent I almost said awkward silence again can you sit there yeah you're right about associations can you sit there in silence and just be okay and just be with that person in the same room that's a real true test of a of a friendship and that's why you and I are not in the same room is that is that right is that I wasn't gonna say that I wasn't going to point that out we can no longer be located in the same room uh, well, this is um, way too long of an intro. I <laughs> I am so happy that we're that we're not alone here today. Uh, we we actually have a special guest returning. Would you care to say hello to our beautiful listeners? Well, hello, beautiful listeners. It is Townsend returning. I think I saw you guys. Oh, it's been like a year ago now. We we all look so different. You didn't have your hat on. I barely recognized you. Ryan's just a ghost so i didn't recognize him for sure but i appreciate you having me back on we, we appreciate you coming back thank on. you for being back oh it's such a pleasure absolutely i was excited to hear from you guys we're excited to, was to have you respond go ahead one late 2021 something like that yeah i believe while. that's yeah it's been a little bit is there anything along that that journey that you would like to share with the beautiful listeners? Oh, absolutely. Gosh, so much has happened, which I'm sure with everybody. Um, let's see. So last year, last time we spoke, I'd coming out, I'd coming out. What does that even mean? I had come out with a little project, a mix. You are freeze stoked about they were all recorded and produced in nashville which is just so cool i think one of the coolest things was the musicians there are just insanely talented and the bass player i'm just gonna name drop because it's too cool not to the bass player for me was johnny cash's bass player can we just take a moment of, i'm not gonna say awkward because i don't find silence awkward a moment of silence to respect that right <laughs> No, but it was so cool. So we spent so much time writing, like getting it perfected. And starting a week ago, we're releasing one single every month until all the songs are out. So that's been my latest thing. It's been really cool, keeping me busy, but it's been a great ride. Bear with us. We're having some storms here in the desert and my connection cut out. 
I don't oh, think no. I got the first part of what you said about the the project that you're doing. Could you repeat the the name of the project? Oh, absolutely. So I've got a batch of songs coming out that were recorded in Nashville and the whole project is called Broken. Yeah. We're going to do yeah, we're going to do like a single every month until the whole project is out. So each each single has its own name, but the collection itself is called Broken. Gotcha. We talk about yeah. uh I'm curious about Let's Sneak Out. That was the first one, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, was... Did, uh, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. I just wanted to ask like, uh, about the, the choice of that being the first, you know, to come, whatever, the first to release, first uh, for the album. Was there any significance to that particular song, why you were excited for that one to come out first or, or not excited? I'm not assuming anything. I just, dang, my question's terrible, Ryan. Can you ask the question <laughs> instead, Ryan? <laughs> well, we, we both took it in and... Uh, we both enjoyed it. Uh, it has a, it'll put a smile on your face, I guess. It has that kind of vibe. Um, but lyrically, it might be a little more deep than we might guess. So could you talk a little bit about the track, I guess? You are freeze. There? yes there we go i'm here Again, sorry I'm here. yeah storms it actually just hailed earlier too it was fun oh wow so, that's insane that's crazy out in the desert. Too. yes so i i love let's take out i'm super excited about it yes i chose it first because if you remember last time we chatted i came out with a project and I kind of the catalyst for me to get into music full-time and just really dive head first i've always been into music but just a little reminder, I went through, I lost a best friend, a drummer, my bandmate, as some people would say, a soulmate. And it was incredibly traumatic for me. It it was the first time I'd really lost anybody in that depth. You know, you lose growing parents, but that's to be expected. But when you're young and you lose somebody so close to you, it really affects you differently. And so my friends at that time couldn't really relate to me. So I found it to be very isolating. So I feel like the music I produced 2018 and then again, 2021, 2021 was a little bit different. It was a little bit more upbeat, but it was uh, still Townsend kind of blossoming and then i think this project coming out is just a totally different sound than what people are used to so it's really cool i had somebody say it's like the evolution of townsend and so it's been really cool being on even on this end of it like hearing what music i'm writing it and comparing it to what i wrote in 2018 which were a lot of sad songs that were just talking about grieving and overcoming heartache and things like that so let's sneak out as a totally different side of townsend that people have seen it's super upbeat it's talking about like going out, having fun, forgetting about the stresses of the world and just learning to love yourself and others again. So that's why I chose that one. I felt like it was a good like jump out of the gate for this is something new and something that my listeners haven't heard before. It's very uh, end of summer. That's what it felt like. That's what it yeah. felt like. It's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, so I love it. So we we actually just released, we did a music video, an official music video, and then we did a lyric video, and it's like, it kind of takes place at a fair, and it's supposed to be like that downtown, small city vibe, just sneaking out with somebody, you know, just fun and playful, and I think it really 
I think it really hit home for a lot of people. I had a lot of feedback after we released the song. So I'm really excited about it. That's an interesting um, thought, I guess, uh, for someone to say it's completely different. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, was that, are you just the type that writes what you feel and because you're feeling maybe different, the music is different or was that a calculated transition? No. So I've been told many a times I have an incredibly, I'm going to say strange way of writing music because if you go to Nashville, everything's very intentional and very calculated, which is not a bad thing. It's great. I'm envious of those people, but they can sit down and be in a group and they can write a song, you know, spend all day and write a hit song. For me, it's almost like word vomit for lack of a better word. It's like, Literally, I could be at the grocery store and the song comes in my head and I'm like, I got to write that. So I put it in my phone really quick and that's it. That's how I write a song. So it is 100% like a diary for me. It's how I feel. It's just kind of what comes out in that moment. And so it was definitely not calculated. And I think that's the coolest part of seeing it for me is it's it's literally watching my journey through healing and molding into this new, stronger person that I am today because of what happened back in the day. I, I guess I can, um, I can relate to the fact that after the he healing journey, like it's like a victory song almost in a way. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why I chose the title. So if you look at it on my socials, it says broken but it's lowercase. And then the middle two, okay, is bigger and bolded. And so you'll notice the last song that comes out, the title song is called Broken as well. And the course talks about how I'm broken, but I'm okay. Broken, but okay. Broken, but okay. And I think that can, I think a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, as you get older, we're all going to be go through trials and you know, grief of some sort. We're going to be broken in different ways. But I think this whole project is just to really let people know, like, it's okay to not be okay. We've all got, you know, our issues. We're all chipped a little bit, but we're okay. We're okay. We're okay. Spend so much time getting distracted about, like, all these other things that are, like, external, maybe not as a... Uh, I don't know. I, I, what am I trying to say? This idea about like being broken and okay makes me think about like trying to get rid of desire. Like what I, I spend so much time wanting things that oh, end up yeah. not mattering. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think social media is really, gosh, I don't know. I'm sure for you guys as well, but as a musician, something that we're required to just put on a pedestal social media and I hate it so much because you have to post and you got to keep up to date and you got to stay relevant. But at the same time, you just find yourself scrolling. So through social media, yeah. which is everybody's like highlight reel. So I'm like, God, all these musicians are making it and they're making yeah. money and they're traveling and they're winning awards. And it's so easy to compare ourselves. And so I think it's really easy to get caught up in the wants and the desires. And yeah, you just have to remember people's life, everybody's on the same page in some way, shape, or form, especially if you're an adult. If you're a kid, probably not, maybe not. But as an adult, I have come to find everyone has their story. Everyone has their heartbreak. 
and everybody's a little bit broken. We can't escape being human. Oh, absolutely. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, and highlight real. I think that's, that's the term we like to use too for social media. Yeah, who's going to post about their bad day and them crying just like this negative real? Nobody's going to follow them, right? Like it's okay to be vulnerable, but nobody would follow negative Nancy. They want to show how amazing things are and what I'm doing. And I think that uh, some of us do follow the negative Nancys <laughs> just to see like – there is that like uh, voyeurism that we all have, I think. And there's a lot, there is a lot of like kind of the negativity, right? Like, and it's really, it, what's crazy is, is the, for as, for as much content and as much like program, like you can, you essentially have complete control over what you want to consume though. Like yeah, you can consume uplifting things or you can consume cool, you know, things like, you know, like music <laughs> or, uh, you know, or rock and roll or, you know, whatever you can, you can scroll through. I mean, there's just, there's so much, it's too much. It is what's one of my favorite phrases, right? Like drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's nonstop. You can, you plug in and then it's just like, there's so much content you could die before you can witness it all already. Oh yeah. So absolutely. It's overwhelming. It's, it's totally saturated in a good and a bad way. I mean, even I mean, you're talking about, you can, you can take in whatever you want, even all the positive things. If you see everybody being positive, it kind of makes you feel like crap too, you know, as yeah. weird as that is. Cause you're like, it's not, po everybody's having a great day except me. But then if you also find yourself scrolling through negative Nancy and Debbie Downers, you're like, I feel like crap here too, you know? Right. So there's just like this healthy balance and figuring things out and, knowing maybe when to stop. That's why, um, that's why you should now. sneak out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need, we all need a, you know, um, it's like we're sitting here watching other people live instead of sneaking out and living ourselves. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Man. Sometimes that's how I felt, Ryan. Yeah, for sure. Like how many years, you know, if I scrolled through that device when I could have picked up my guitar and then, you know, put some content out myself or something, man, I have the content, but just put it out, I suppose. You know. hmm. Yeah, it's exhausting for sure. Yeah, like how do you, I, I think I've asked this question, I think of other guests as well, because I'm, I always am curious, how do you keep balance? Because if your livelihood and your what you're doing, you pretty much online, right? How do you stay oh. balanced when there's just, there's a lot, there's so much to manage, just even put, posting things, you know, is a lot, frankly. That's a really good question. And one, I, I don't know how to answer for you to be honest. I think the last time I was on here, you guys actually asked me, and I've thought about this question since the last episode. Mm -hmm. Y'all were like, so I have the podcast called You're Not Alone that's all about mental health, and I have guests every week, and I help share their story. And you guys were like, that's really cool, but like, where do you go to, you know, people depend on me all the time, but then where do I go? And I was like, huh, 
where do I go? You know? And I think, yeah, yeah. I've literally thought about that question since we talked about it last time. And I think um, that that's tough to say. It's, I have, I hate to say it. I've been called the workaholic too many times to say, but I enjoy what I do. I love music. I love making a difference in people. I think people saying that my podcast and my music changing their lives and making their lives better makes me want to work harder. And so it's those little bitty sparks that keep me going. And so it's really hard to turn the off switch on. I'm not going to lie to you because music, I've said this before, there's no clock in and there's no clock out. Like a nine to five, you clock out, you leave. It's a very definite like work is over right now. For music, that doesn't happen. And for a lot of times, you work into the wee hours of the night. And so I'm trying to get better at setting boundaries. Like at this time, I'm going to stop scrolling social media. I'm going to stop answering emails. Um, I try to pick a certain day where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be on social media as much. Have I perfected it? No, because it, it is part of my career. And that's just, I hate to say it, you kind of choose that lifestyle when you choose to be in front of the public, be a public figure for lack of a better word. But I, I don't know how I balance it. I just kind of do. I haven't hit burnout yet. Maybe it's just. That's good. Yeah. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like setting boundaries has been the main thing for you. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like that's for anyone. Um, I will say some things that since I do music and the podcast full time, I've tried to set healthy boundaries. And so one of them, like if we're going to be specific about it, I try to do posting. Like I try to get everything organized on Sunday. And so I do all my posts for the week on Sunday. That way I can hop on, post it and be done for the day. But that doesn't mean I'm offline because you have to be available to answer messages and emails and things like that. But that way I'm not just sitting, staring and scrolling at my phone because I'm making content. And then three hours later, I'm still staring at my phone. So that's something I've I've taught myself how to do. And then, like I said, learning to put my phone down at a certain time, learning to something that I'm trying to work on every day is, like we talked about earlier, living my life instead of what can I do better and post on my socials and all of these things. Like I want to take time away from staring at my screen and enjoy my own life, even May that be at a gig or anything like that. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's totally human nature. Every day we wake up and we're like, okay, what boundaries are we going to set today? And I just have to remind myself every day that I hate to say it. There are even some musicians and some entrepreneurs that I kind of have to mute their profile. <laughs> and I love them to death. No, I'm serious. I don't block them, mm. but there's an option to mute them. And it's just because I compare myself so much. There, There's some people that just run circles around me. And so I have to mute them because mentally I would be like, well, I need to do that. Well, I need to work harder. Well, I need to do this. And I'm doing what I can do. And so I had to become okay with just being able to do what I can do, if that makes sense. I really seen this recently discovered that uh, it's impossible Agreed. to scroll through the phone when I have both hands on my guitar. So, uh, you know, <laughs> That's it. So you get that chip in your head and you can do it, you know? Yeah. Oh gosh. Ironically, I saw that on social media today. Are you going to put, are you going to do the chip Townsend? Is that, what do you think? Oh. Is that for you? This, this conversation could go round and round. 
I feel as though it's going to come to the day where we don't have a choice. You're going to have to get a chip to pay for groceries and everything else. How like I literally, you, it's already coming. I had a friend literally wave his hand at Walmart and it bought his groceries. Yeah. And people, uh, there's a, there's a, a bar type place and they ended up putting little chips it's like, it's not a chip, but it's a little thing in your wrist, and you just wave it, and it gets you in and pays for all your drinks. Kind of irresistible for a Star Wars fan. I know? mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say for me, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't want to do that, but I feel like eventually we're not gonna have a choice. Kind of are already cyborgs. I mean, I can't we're already there. I mean, let's be for real. We're all addicted to our phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm addicted to technology is such a vital part of our lives at this point too. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It would I would not have a career if I did not have technology. And that's kind of disgusting at the same time as it is really cool and intriguing, you know. You know, Townsend, um I have a thought bouncing around in my head based on it some does. of the things you've said and uh I think maybe we just need to be the ultimate authority on our lives, right? Because yeah. you talk about you're really the only one that knows what you're capable of, what you can handle. And and so to some people, it might look extreme, but for you, you are you feel healthy and happy. Absolutely. Oh, a thousand percent. And I think that goes hand in hand with waking up every morning and being intentional like what am i going to do today what boundaries am i going to set today because it is my choice i may not think about it but at the end of the day it was my choice to either get my work done on social media in the morning and spend the rest of the day in community and face-to-face with people or spend my entire day scrolling my phone you know uh, comparing myself or getting down on myself or any choice you make is gonna there's gonna be an outcome for it that's easier said than done. I don't think we intentionally make a lot of our choices. It just happens, but that's a yeah. How much of it is intentional? How much of it is subconscious? I think we have to work really hard at being intentional about everything in life, right? Like how easy is it to sit and stare at your phone? But I don't I don't think anyone would intentionally be like, okay. I'm going to scroll on my phone mindless. You are freeze. Nope. You're back, it appears. I'm here. I just had to step out real quick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Those dang Arizona storms. Hell yeah. Pretty. Apparently they're wild. The one today was pretty wild. Wow. What's crazy sure. is it looks sunny in your window. Uh it is like well also glare from the recent like it was a huge da- uh, downpour just minutes before like you hopped in the the room and uh it's like it moved that way and then it's sort of sunny yeah. there. But uh but yeah. That's yeah, I joke that um Arizona is one of the few places you can be sunburnt in a rainstorm yeah because they, they come and go that quickly that, i love it i love it yeah we talked about so i'm in arkansas right now and it's 120 degrees heat index 
Low mercy, that's hot. I feel like uh, you cut out when you were being pretty uh, candid there. Do you remember where you were? Yes, we were talking about being intentional. and yeah. um, I don't remember the exact verbiage I used, but basically I feel like being intentional is really hard. I feel like we have to train ourselves to do so. Uh, like Michael was talking about earlier, you find yourself just scrolling through your phone. I think it's a decision we make unintentionally. Nobody mm -hmm. sits there and is like, I want to mindlessly scroll through my phone for seven hours and not get anything done today. So for me, I think maybe acting on intention is what we need to be better at. Acting on intention? Acting on intentions, you know? Like you think it, act on it. Execute. Just like go with the flow. Execute it. That's it. Uh, when you're hungry, eat. When you're yes. tired, sleep. Yes. You know? Exactly. It's, it sounds so simple, but it's not. Well, I'm, I'm sure um, over the course of doing the You're Not Alone thing, your podcast, you have heard a lot as far as different perspectives and stories. Absolutely. What would you share? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it pro it's probably hard to say, well, this one thing is what I've taken away from it all. But are there a few notable things that you've kind of have been able to materialize because of that experience? Oh my goodness. So, so many things. It's hard to summarize. I'd actually talked about, there's a project we're working on right now and that's almost, I can't really talk about it, but basically using all the knowledge that I've learned and like giving people nuggets of it, like summaries of it, because it's so good to keep to myself. And so I feel like to answer your question, I've done it's probably been two years worth of episodes. Every Monday, I have a guest that joins me. And we just talk about their story. We talk about their failures, their successes, how they did it, what self-care and mental health looks like for them now. So, And I've had people from all over the world. Like I literally interviewed um, a sister. There were two sisters, and they were from over in Europe. I've had somebody from, let's see, Gosh, I can't even remember. It's literally been everywhere. So it's it, just all different perspectives. I had somebody from Asia on there. And it's been amazing. Everybody's perspective awesome? is a little bit different. Yeah. Isn't it oh, awesome just, that you can connect with people from all over the world? Isn't it like so beautiful? Like So cool. So humbling. Yeah. And the crazy part, of it, the thing that I found, the reason I started it, that was a lot of like almost ideas coming out just then I got really too excited. We'll start with this one. The reason I started the podcast was because when I played music, I found that people came up to me after my gigs and would just spill their life story to me and be like, I just feel like you're somebody I can talk to. And I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. Well, just letting them know. Yeah. Just letting them know that they're not alone. And so I was like, okay, I can do more than this. I, it seems as though everyone has the same goal, and that is 
just to know that they're not alone going through what they're going through. So I started this huge project that's turned into basically this mental health movement. And it's been so cool. So to pick something that came from it. Gosh, I think some of my favorites are I've had licensed professional counselors hop on there and they give tips and tricks of like how to handle stress and anxiety. I had somebody on there talking about how to get through COVID and like the stresses of that mm-hmm. and the feedback I get back about how life changing it was, how it saved their life literally i think i've had three people say they didn't go through with suicide because they heard a podcast that hit home for them like things like that are what i don't keep me i going. don't think there's a way to for you to express in words how how big of a deal that is oh absolutely not i can't even wrap my head around it honestly it's just going back to the phrase i used earlier the comments the emails the messages that i get about a, a podcast about how it's changed somebody, about how they use it. Maybe they can't afford therapy, but they heard this free podcast and it helped them through a tough time. It's literally the flame, like the spark that keeps me going, right? And so just these little comments over and over and over, like, yes, this is why I do what I do. And then something so much as to it saved my life because I realized I wasn't alone. That's just mind boggling for me we definitely are i I know michael would agree supremely appreciative of individuals like yourself that are doing something positive because the the amount of work that it is to get a guest once a week (laughs) in and of itself that's a huge huge thing to try to do so and that's not counting anything else that goes into it because the 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 amount of mental energy just to engage those type of topics or and to engage people about their personal lives thank you for doing that um absolutely how do you compartmentalize uh hearing you know people's Hearing the deep end of people's lives can, you know, I'm sure it could be a little draining, not in a negative way. You know, well, I mean, yeah. in the sense that you're doing it because you want to, but how do you compartmentalize all that? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, there are topics that are really hard to do that. I can think of a couple in particular that, I try to do a lot of research before each episode so that I can throw in little nuggets so that I'm prepared. I can ask good questions, things that people, you'll leave learning something, right? I don't want just surface conversation and I want to be knowledgeable myself. And there are a few topics that have really hit home for me. And so researching them and leading up to it and having the conversation, there's some that are much more draining mentally and emotionally for me than others. And anytime, I don't know, it's, there's something about sharing someone's story and using my platform. You know, I've got tens of thousands of listeners all over the world and I get to hand the mic to somebody and be like, here, share your story. And so I think that 
not that it helps me compartmentalize, but it makes it easier. You know, it's, there's something about, like you said, just watching someone, it's almost therapeutic for them to help share their story. And I get to be part of that. That's just too cool. And so there's something about it. It's exhausting mentally. And I love that you guys understand, because most people don't, how difficult it is to organize everything and to get guests and to find people to share their, I mean, it's hard to share a story. So to find people that fit the podcast, there's just so much that goes into it. But the moment that we have the conversation, it's like, okay, it was worth it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So it's not even compartmentalizing, I don't think. It's just, all right, that was good. It's a journey, I guess. Yeah. I think I learn more than the people I'm interviewing. Like every interview, I learn something about myself. Not only about myself but how to be a better self for other people like every week i'm learning how to be a better person and to do better for other people and that's really cool i think it's worth it that's an interesting dynamic because based on the way you're you're speaking about it it's evident that you didn't really do it for yourself oh absolutely not but but you can't help but be shaped by it. And I feel like we've had a very similar experience. It's very, that's very relatable to me. Wouldn't you agree, Michael? Yeah. Like I, I wasn't, I was expecting to, I don't know, have fun, talk to people, but I, I wasn't expecting for it to change me. Like going in, I didn't expect to what you described, like meeting people from all over the world, right. Getting, uh, the kind of connect, making connections and like me, making human connections. We've had what I would like to call meaningful conversations and that's what we, we enjoy as well. So it, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting to change in the process or to be changed by the process, I guess you could say, but it's all, it's all been for, I don't know. You can never really go wrong with meeting more people in your life, like, like meeting people from other places and getting to hear people, that literally came from a you know, like a whole different part of the, the the earth, right? Like the different mindset, different perspectives, different anything. Like it'll change you. It's supposed to change you. It's a good thing, you know. Some people resist the new things, and uh, this has all been new things, right? And it kind of gets <laughs> addictive too. Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of effort, but like it, you start to go, oh my god, this is uh, this is the best outlet in my life for the best conversations because i chose like intent i guess intentionally whatever we chose to to start this thing man and uh and yeah i mean you you did that with intention like it sort of happened but it also is like when the path opened up you stepped down it like you chose to do that you know yeah yeah it was definitely it was a lot of intention so um i i came to the crossroads of uh, one more project to add to my plate. I'm already incredibly busy. Music is incredibly time consuming. And so I, I sat down and was like, okay, what is this going to consist of? How can I make this, gosh, usable? I guess, you know, you don't just want to hop on a podcast and blab about 
nothing where nobody's gonna if i'm gonna take the time are you sure I'm because make that's the, yeah i think that's what we're doing formula says think, that's possible yeah but but it's meaningful conversation <laughs> you know what i mean like we're having a great conversation don't listen like, to our entire catalog townsend because <laughs> we start, are unfortunately just start from 2021 on yes. maybe don't don't go to the very just, beginning it's pretty bad just maybe don't just maybe don't uh let's just not let's just no 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 i mean like sharing people's stories like if i'm gonna share their stories it's gotta be i gotta make it like you said, intentional. I gotta, I gotta make sure that they feel loved and they feel wanted. So there was a lot of thought and a lot of effort put into making so a whole company. You want to show it, care basically. towards the the the. You want to be sensitive, yeah, and show Absolutely. care towards the, the gravity of what they're sharing with you. I, I understand yeah. what you mean by that. Yeah, or even like you talked about earlier, scheduling guests. I mean, it, knowing that I'm diving into this huge project there was a lot of intentionality. So yes, I stepped in it. Yes, it was definitely a choice. I think that had a lot of intention behind it. It wasn't like it just fell into my lap. Although the idea fell into my lap ever since then, it's been a ton of work, but definitely worth it. I think would be the best way to put it. Isn't that how creation works though? It goes hand in hand, right? That, that muse speaks to you, the universe communicates and says, this is this idea. It didn't come from you, it just appeared one day. And then Literally. it's like, you have this choice, like we talked about earlier, to eat when you're hungry, sleep when you're tired. This is another kind of hunger that you can choose to you know, engage it or not. And, and it seems like you kind of hit the pedal to the floorboard there. You know, you just, you go for it. You know, that's a good yeah. thing. I think you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. It was, it was one of those, like, I'm hungry. Do I eat or do I just ignore that? And, um, I went for a buffet, man. Like <laughs> we went full blown, like full foundation going on. Like I've got merch to help pay for the podcast. I've got Patreon to help keep it going. Like it just, it turned into, like I said, a, a whole mental health movement. Like here in Arkansas, it's won me, uh, like Arkansan of the day. I was named Arkansan of the day. Like what? It's named me like one of the, let's say there was just an award last week. It was like one of the hundred people in central Arkansas that make Arkansas better. Like what? Because I well, shared people's impact. stories. It's crazy. It's you, crazy. I mean, you're being recognized it's by noble. fellow citizenry. My goodness. Like you're a, a recognizable Arkansan. Is that the right way to say it? Arkansan. It's an it? Arkansan. Arkansan? Yes, it. Arkansan is the way to do it. Arkansan. Yeah, I guess Arizonan would be the Arizona one, I think. Arkansan. Arizona. Arizonan. Arizonan. But yeah, Lizard. You are, you are representing your your you know, your locale. You're uh, you know, repping the it, AR. Um, it's amazing to me. Uh this seems to be a very common thread that the best things you don't know where they came from and and they weren't there wasn't it wasn't as selfish as some people from the outside looking in might think selfish. like you said it was almost something that you felt like you had to do like this is something i have to do i don't Absolutely. know necessarily why right now but i just got to do it yeah i, I get a lot of questions about like so I used to work in healthcare and I was just talking about this with somebody today. I worked in healthcare and worked 40 plus hours a week, made great money and 
worked with geriatrics, loved it. I love geriatrics. They are my people. And just one day I literally had this huge aha moment, whatever you want to call it, an epiphany. And it was, I felt like I made more of a difference when I played music. And I had those moments after my gigs where I would talk to people and I would listen one-on-one and I would answer those messages. And it, it literally felt like I was being selfish, keeping this gift to myself I can play music. I can sing. I never took lessons. It just happens. I love people. I love community. And I had this idea for the podcast, right? And it was like, man, what am I doing? Like, we're only here for one go round, right? Life's too short not to do what you feel like you're called for. So it was, yeah. And so I, you know, I sent in my resignation. I have no money now, but I'm changing life. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of not kidding, but it's been amazing. And I I mean, it was literally the most selfless thing I've done because I could have stayed in that job and made plenty of money and been like, forget other people and helping other people, building community, who cares really, right? But it was like, okay, I feel this huge calling to do this. And I made the leap of faith and it just works. just works. It just works. Ask me again next month. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. For now, it just works. Yeah. It's a, uh, there was a, it's another story. I feel like I'm telling a million stories, but it actually did stem from something that started the podcast. It was, um, yeah. Y'all want to hear another story? No, I, I, we, we started a podcast because we don't want to listen to stories. <laughs> we actually we're going to wrap like, it up in about a minute yeah. here. Yeah, I was Sorry. hoping that you could not go be long winded <laughs> on this long. If you could podcast. just give us the cliff notes, that would be yeah. cool. Yeah, cliff notes. Yeah, no, please. Yeah, that's what we're here for. In summer, you have a podcast. Cool, cool, cool. Whatever. No, so okay, so earlier I talked about 2016. I went through all this stuff. I came out with this mu- new music in 2018. Finally, like being able to find words to describe it through music. And it was a healing process. It was amazing. And I had advice from a professional counselor. I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, just like, wow, my world just got flipped upside down. What the heck do I do now? And she said, you know what would be a really good idea? You play music. Why don't you write a song about how it feels to have anxiety? I was like, you've lost your mind, right? Like who wants to (laughs) tell people they have anxiety, much less describe it for people. Like that's freaking terrifying. And so you need to go deeper into the, (laughs) into the flames there. Yeah. Yeah. Like break it apart. And I'm like, God, I don't know. I don't want to relive those moments when I'm not in them. And so I'm an overachiever. And so I did my homework and I wrote a song about anxiety and like just really visited. How does this feel for me? And I wrote a song called Watch the Walls. And it's one of my favorite songs lyrically because it literally walks you through what anxiety feels like for me particularly. So it talks about, it's totally dark. And it talks about searching for hope. And that I hope you can find yours because I sure can't find mine. It talks about how it's having trouble finding the light, how the walls feel like they're just getting closer and closer. And so just... 24-7, you're watching the walls. 
just fall in on you, right? And so I released this song reluctantly. It was terrifying, very, very, very vulnerable. And I remember being like, I'm going to be so judged because people see me as bubbly and I love other people. And so it's super weird to put out this dark, scary song, but I did it. And the feedback I got back was kind of what sparked this podcast. I found that a lot of people have anxiety. A lot of people have really dark times. And there was one in particular that stuck out the most. And it was a guy that was in the United States Army, super highly ranked. And he reached out talking about how the song really hit home for him and how coming home as a civilian, he'd had a handful of guys that he woke up every day to serve our country in Afghanistan and Iraq and all these places. Every day they served our country and then they came home and they went through with suicide because they just couldn't handle the anxiety yeah. and the depression. And he, could, he named a list of people that came home and did that. And so we talked about it for a little while and he talked about how, again, the song was really relatable for him. And he said, if you could do me one favor, when you play your gig tonight, just tell people that there's help available for them, that they can find help. Don't, don't feel like they have to suffer by themselves. And so that's where You're Not Alone came from. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And so I played at a bar, right? These people don't want to talk about mental health, but I'm a woman of my words. So I play this gig. And at the end of it, I'm like, hey, so if you're going through something tough, I made a promise to let you guys know that you're not alone. Like you don't have to suffer alone. And people came up like the motorcycle, big, burly guys that you think, you know, would never talk about it. They come up after the gig and they wanted to talk about their stories and just say thank you, right? And so I kind of stemmed from that, like, I can do more. I can do more. I can do more. And so I did all these little steps, and eventually it led to an entire project called You're Not Alone with Townsend, which includes the podcast and all those things. So that's what triggered it. So it didn't come out of nowhere, but it was me building, like, a natural progression. Yeah, like this makes a difference. Yeah, intentionality if we want to go full circle with it. It it, it very much seems to me that, uh, you know, I think we talked about this not too long ago, Michael, that we're in denial about being human. We're in denial? Yeah, in, in the sense that, you know, we have these personas we that we have to yeah. live up to but at our cores you know you talk about the biker dude or the rocker dude or the rocker chick the metal chick you know um or you know someone who's a doctor or a, a professional like there's these personas that people feel like they have to live up to and we're in denial about our humanity sometimes you know the, the root of the word persona i forget where it comes from but i guess in the original language it means mask like it's a thing you wear you know if when you're wow. acting if you're in a play the old time you play you know hold something up like a, that's that's persona it's a role you step into it's not actually you you're the thing that's acting it you know that's we a, talked that's about a great how, album name yeah persona. it's like gosh we talk about how out in the world we just talk to each other's personas yeah not we don't actually talk to each other so when a person like you is like, you're not alone, like, you know, I'm here for you. Sometimes that can cut through and, you know, people are like, I can actually 
be myself, I can actually talk to this person because I feel like they're actually yeah. talking to me, not my persona. Well, the Townsend, you have like specifically very powerful aura in this way where you, you step into the room or this is a digital room, but you step in and you're dialed in and that persona thingy, that mask thingy is not like it's not really there's not really much of an error you put on. Right. Like I know I'm talking to you the moment I'm talking to you. And uh, it's I guess the word is authenticity. Right, Ryan? There it is again. It's very, and I immediately had this reaction. Like, I wish that, well, I don't wish because I don't want like a, a guest to jump in on a recorded line. It's not how the thing works, but like, there was a lot of like your energy just at the very beginning. Like, oh, I wish I would have captured this because this is, this is good stuff. Like, I, it's, it's funny, but that's how I think about like, when you talk about like guests and things, like they bring their own energy and they bring their own, like, I don't know, their own, whatever persona yeah their own their own ball game whatever i want to say like they they you you show up and then it's like am i going to get this person right am i going to get a persona or am i going to get the person you know what i mean like sometimes the person doesn't want to give the person they want to give the persona and you have to like warm them up that's a rule that i think we break <laughs> yeah i know on purpose fun. is is talking to the person and never the persona Oh, absolutely. How exhausting to like always, I, I have met people like that, that you can't quite break through that persona. We'll use that term. And I'm just like, man, do you know how good you would feel if you could just put that down for just a minute and like talk as a person? You know, you, you, you were talking about the journey with the, with the podcast and how you got there and, um, terrifyingly vulnerable was one of the things that you said. How did you navigate that moment? I, I think everyone comes to that moment where it's like, do I, do I pull the trigger or not? Um, I, you beeped out during your question. So all I heard was something about a trigger. So I'm not going to assume what the <laughs> So the trigger, are you going to pull it or not? I'm not yeah. sure what I'm pulling. What made you? Uh, I'm well, nervous you, you, to answer that without the rest of the question. <laughs> no, just answer it. No, I'm kidding. Um, Do you, are you going to pull? Okay. I just want to make sure you're back there. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. You were talking about how um, the journey to the creation journey with your podcast and how terrifying it was for you to be that vulnerable. Right. So uh, I guess I, I'm just curious about that moment, I guess, figuratively speaking, when your finger is on that trigger. What makes a person like you pull it instead of being like, nah, you know what? It was literally out of desperation and a leap of faith, I think. It was specifically talking about the song that I released called Watch the Walls. It was searching for any kind of happiness, knowing that I connected with people, knowing that 
I could maybe sort of kind of somewhat help people not go through that moment that I went through because it seemed so pointless when you came out of it. You're like, God, how silly that I felt so isolated when outside of that moment, I know I'm not. And so is the moment of maybe putting others before myself and saying, okay, I can release this and it could be really embarrassing or I can look at it from the perspective of like the person that gave me the advice, I can release it and people can really attach it and it can give people another reason to connect with me as not only an artist, but a person. So I think literally is just a huge leap of faith. It was me deciding what's more important, me possibly not putting out a song because I'm nervous what people will think which the people that were closest to me already knew or possibly helping other people verbalize or know that, like I said, they're not alone through that. And so I chose the latter of the two and I'm thankful that I did, but it was, it was terrifying. It's like sharing your diary. I've said before, I mean, it's literally like writing your darkest times and how it felt and then being like, I'm going to put it on Facebook for everyone to read and you can't take it back. It's there forever. So it was, it was definitely a scary thing, but one I wouldn't take back for sure. Do you think it's going to stay forever? Do you think it's uh there's going to be a record of all the things we did online? It's going to exist at hundred thousand years from now. And then they're going to go look up, podcasts and they'll see your podcast they'll see you come on this podcast and like oh yeah townsend that that famous oh that girl they'll that be like girl. uh what was that uh it's one of the most famous person, townsend doing with those two knuckleheads <laughs> <laughs> that arkansan um i think our generation i think technology is stuck forever i think what's once it's on once you've released it, it is there and it's going to be there until something bigger and better comes along. So like the chip can, in the talk about full circle. Exactly. Chip. Yeah. So like you can still get memory from your first cell phone ever, you know, 15 years ago, but is anybody going to look through it? They could, they could, it's still there somewhere. It's in the archives. The need for content is still going to be there probably. So <laughs> we're going to, you know, it's gonna be a new podcast, but they're like, well, we just go to the, go to the backlog. They're gonna be they're gonna be holograms. <laughs> there you go. They're gonna be like in rooms with each other from around the world, like sitting in chairs with each other, just holograms. Great. Now that's wouldn't that be cool. so cool? We'd love that. We'd love some hologram action. Sounds great. We're one I, step away from that. that, right? Yeah, I mean, really, just about absolutely. That would be too cool. Too cool. But yeah, I do it. Literally speaking, I think it will be in technology, in the cloud, in the whatever, forever. Whoever has heard it, they heard it. I'm never going to take it out of their memory. And so, you know, you're embarrassed about heaven forbid, for example, heaven forbid your coworkers know that you were struggling and you went through a hard time because I, I guess the best word to use is I'm prideful. I take a lot of pride and every day I get up. And I'm in a good mood, right? Like I am blessed. I live a great life. I go to work. And when I'm at work, I never take my drama outside to work, right? And I've been that way 
ever since I can remember. And so it may be a little prideful, I guess, maybe. And so to release a song where it's forever etched in their mind, they heard it. I'm never going to take it away and delete it from their mind. I think that's part of it as well, not only in technology forever. So it was a tough choice to make. Um, but in the end, like I said, it, it came full circle. I realized that, hey, everybody has these moments at some point in their life, and it really wasn't that bad. You just had to make seems, the leap. It seems like you like to be uh, an anchor for people. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't want to be? I, well, I take that back. I think a lot of people wouldn't want to be. It is It is a lot of weight to carry, but I don't remember a time that I didn't enjoy making people smile or making people laugh or genuinely caring about people. And I think this podcast just gave me more of a platform to do that. And so it's been really cool. I've heard you That's describe awesome. yourself so far as a prideful, uh, uh, overachieving perfectionist. No, wait, no. What was the other word that, that you were using? There was overachiever and uh, bubbly. Yeah, bubbly. Another one. I've just been a workaholic. Work. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. A prideful, overachieving workaholic. You know, like uh, driven. You're a very driven, driven person. But yet, a- yeah. I find, I mean, I, it's your experience, right? Like I, I can definitely understand how, you know, our brains, like we, we choose the words, right? We describe ourselves or how we, I don't know, but like in a way we're only, we can only really figure out what we are in, in relation to others, like what I am to others. Sure. Oh yeah. I, I don't, I certainly overachiever. I could see, I mean, being one of the most uh, recognizable, frankly, and important Arkansans of our time, I, certainly like you know overachieving there but like prideful i mean i don't know i don't i guess i don't see it maybe i don't know you well enough townsend because what i see is a lot of like giving and a lot of like genuineness you might have a different connotation with the word prideful yeah yeah i I think i think it it seems like townsend when you say that it's you want your best self to be represented on a daily basis yeah you say prideful Yes. So when I use that term, I mean, like, I take a lot of pride. Let's use this term we've been going back to. A lot of intentionality in that, Mm -hmm. especially with the environment I was in in healthcare. Like I said, I worked with geriatrics. And so when I took that job, my mindset, and I was very stuck in that mindset that I was going to go in and they weren't, my bad day was not going to affect them. Right. Like I am, I may be the last person they see. I may be the only person that makes them laugh that day. And so I took pride in knowing that every day I'm going to go in with a smile on my face, whether I've experienced anxiety or trauma or whatever, their day comes before me. So I use that term not that I am prideful. I take pride in putting other people first in that situation is what I was referring to. So definitely a different connotation, definitely a different context, but yeah. So I have always taken, I want to make other people feel loved and wanted. And so to put on, to take away the persona and be like, actually I'm struggling too was really, really incredibly hard for me. incredibly incredibly hard incredibly hard sure who wants to say yeah 
I think something's wrong with me, right? Like who wants to say that? Nobody. Nobody wants to admit that. I'll admit it. That's hard. There's a lot <laughs> wrong with me, folks. <laughs> it's very hard. We don't have time. We've well, run out of time thing, for me. Here's to the thing, list. Michael. Anyone who's spent any time listening to us knows that there's something severely wrong with both there of is, us. There is, because all of a sudden I'll break out with the harmonica. It's any time of the day, I'll just I'll just break it out and bust it out, and it. then people are like, "What are you doing? You're in a grocery like, store." Like, what is that? Why? What is it? What are you doing? That's Take your medication. Yeah, exactly. You're on a podcast. Yeah. Why are you playing the harmonica and <laughs> guests? That's awkward. You know? What is this awkward silence you speak of? Yeah, <laughs> we we might not have a podcast dedicated specifically to mental illness awareness, but people that listen will definitely know that we are mentally ill. <laughs> they can relate. Maybe it's just relatable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it, I, maybe that's what it is. Why we found success too. Cause it's funny. I, I, I guess I was also, you know, it also changed me in the show. Like I wasn't expecting to find so many like-minded people who really do want to have a genuine conversation and go beyond the surface and the persona. And, you know, like yeah. we actually have a pretty enormous tribe of amazing, or as I like to call it, this invisible web of creative creatives and musicians and, and yeah. other creators like all around the world that we tapped into beautiful listeners and beautiful minds that's right that's a great way to put it you know yeah well it's crazy and i'm i'm gonna back that up i'm gonna piggyback off of you i've done tons of podcasts where i am being interviewed and this is truly i think you know people want to know all about my podcast and all about my music but the questions are written ahead of time they're very uh they've done their homework you know and so it's not a real deep off the cusp conversation so i would have to say this is literally one of the only podcasts i've been on that's just genuinely you get on here and you talk about what comes to your head and your heart and you just chat about it and so i feel like that's relatable for a lot of people it's not scripted which as a being interviewed i really enjoy that and so i'm sure listeners do as well you don't have to butter us up. You can come back. Like, you don't have to, <laughs> no, I'm, don't have to flatter us. I'm, okay, I lied. Just get They're all the same. All the trilogy episode's already in the calendar. The trilogy I love. Yes. I am down. I'm totally down. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, we're crazy enough to operate that way, maybe. I like uh, it. It's, I think it's, you can over, you can out, I, what I like to call it is outsmarting yourself. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that. Outsmarting yourself? What do you mean yeah like you think the more you calculate and orchestrate and plan and but then you're sucking the life out of it if you do that too i'm not saying you shouldn't be prepared but being prepared can look different for everybody i think i think there's this this idea of what being prepared means you know and i think you could take that too far but that's just me I don't know. No, I agree. I really, <laughs> I really will admit to having a, uh, having been really hugely influenced by a lot of Alan Watts lectures, and and I, I really, uh, I really have tried so hard, in, in I guess these things to try to be as on the spot as I can be, to not over prepare, or really to do no preparation. That's my pre preference. Uh, but actually, like, be in the moment. Well, because it's like you say, because if I had done, say, a bunch of homework and read a Wikipedia profile and then done the right questions and written them out, 
it's like a predetermined how the the conversation is going to go or maybe the things that you might want to bring up organically i don't feel like i really get to know the real townsend the real you unless oh, i just let you tell me you know that's the only way to do it at least to feel like at least to feel like i'm not whatever like forcing my agenda because i already have my agenda it's very clear you know yeah forced I, agenda i, I think is maybe what it could be called and trees and, and well the the cat i'm glad that we were that. able to not go there this time you know just well, no i i just think that um you know forcefully injected novelty harmonica plane <laughs> and I, okay <laughs> i'm just uh that was it. You broke me, Ryan. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, what are you doing? He was on such a train of thought right then. The present moment. The the when he pulls out the novelty harmonica, he disqualifies. That's it. Himself. That's done. I know, it's game on. Like I know, and I know that too, dude. When it's when I pull out the harmonica, it's game on. Ryan's going to try. He's going to. The try. present moment is all we actually have, Townsend. <laughs> That's it. So I why like not it. actually be here with you? I like it. You know? Absolutely, and I feel like I feel like it's a perfect. I feel like Michael, you worded it perfectly. Like the people that have the don't compliment him after he did that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't trust my yeah. ego. Doesn't need just my kidding. persona. Does not need, need any just boosting. Kidding. Don't encourage him. Tony. No. Don't encourage yeah. Him. No. No compliments. No compliments. Oh, what's funny is I have a set of harmonicas right here, and I'm just they're just waiting to be do it. blown right. You back guys like? You. Can you guys do something here? Like the so moment, happy. the present moment is calling like a harmonica. Like just a harmonica off. Key a C, because then we get harmonica off. Right. Yeah, can you guys? Can we have a harmonica battle? Be you each oh get God, two yes. riffs. Let's harmonica battle. You each gets two riffs, and I'll be the judge. <laughs> we can do that. We can. Who wants that. to start? Oh man, he's gonna be way better than me. Actually, no, I think you're gonna be. Way Ladies better. and gentlemen, welcome to the first harmonica battle. I don't have anywhere inside the sound. Twenty twenty three. You were award winning. MJ versus Townsend. It's Who's going first? Okay. Like I am just a nobody. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead. Who's going first? Go ahead, Michael. I'll go first. I'll go first. Hold on. Two riffs. We got two riffs. Two riffs. Okay. Oh, we're doing guitar and harmonica. The guitar's not, not fair. No, 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 fair. no, no, no. Put the guitar down, Michael. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have a guitar. No, this is this is not a video show, so the listeners can't see it. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I don't really. That's terrible. I'm. Gonna, I think I'm gonna stop now. I don't even think my guitar didn't work because I didn't have the the input turned on. So none of that. That's what you get. By you were default. cheating. You were cheating anyway. Yeah, I know. You you like how he immediately pulls immediately the guitar Immediately was out. like, I'm gonna cheat. Exactly. We're seeing your real. You pulled your persona away. <laughs> I am a seeing your real self. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's mine. <laughs> That's it. That's such a good little riff. That was fantastic. You know what? You would have won. You totally would have won had he not cheated and ruined the moment. Do you have two different harmonicas? You're still cheating. Like, What's happening? <laughs> you know what's Katie? funny? You think some phrases need quality always beats quantity. Townsend's first riff was more powerful. Thank you so much. That comes from the key of C. I appreciate <laughs> Do you that. Do you want to go with the second one and see if you got one more in you, Townsend? Me? Oh, I'm a, I'm a one-trick pony. That was it. That's it? You don't have another harmonica riff? Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the winner. 
Thank you so much. Of the 2023 Inside the Sound Harmonica Battle. Townsend. I appreciate this. I, this will go on my resume. <laughs> this will be under my, my winnings. Yeah. Maybe we can send you a certificate. It's not the most <laughs> prestigious award, but it's definitely your oh, favorite. No one if we has do, to know. I if want we do a send it to award. you, I want it to hang on the wall above that Taylor bench there. Right? Done. Done. I will send you a picture. Prominently displayed. It will be framed and hanging in my yeah, in my office. Yeah. This is it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I feel like I have more riffs inside me though, guys. I go. Okay, just more. I can I'll come up with some later. I'm gonna write Listen, a harmonica song. What a sore loser. I'm just getting sore loser from this. What about you, Ryan? I am a sore Amen, loser. Sister. This is one of my flaws. I can this do is, better. I can, I can do better. Can Let me get better. out three harmonicas. Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing, Townsend. The battle starts, then all of a sudden a, a guitar appears I'm with the first riff. And then the second riff around, there's two harmonicas. Two harmonicas. Do you like how I love changing the rules? You know, they just appeared. <laughs> out of nowhere and he tried to muffle them like hide them where it looked like just one but there were two ladies and gentlemen and she uh, essentially destroyed you with one riff that's it you're welcome hard time breathing guys I'm <laughs> if i could drop the harmonica i would it's just like a, just a uh, mic drop that thing smoke you, you see the there? smoke coming off of that it's a marine band yeah, yeah michael gorgeous. see the God, smoke just, coming off of that harmonica i know it's hot the the way it reflects the light oh and that honer okay you want looks so sexy did you say horny logo? What are you? What are we playing right said, now? What I game? I swear to God, I said Honer. Game Honer the brand. Look, look, it's in the camera. Honer. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're, I know you. He were, said I something know. about a horny. A horny locust. <laughs> horny. Those horny harmonicas. Horny. I'm not sure that's her, how harmonicas work, but I'm so happy we had this discussion. I'm never um, thank you for being back, Townsend. Thanks oh, for yeah, coming well, to my last podcast ever. <laughs> Before I quit, you're fired. Do you cool. need yeah. listen? Do you need to vent on my "You're Not Alone" podcast? Oh my god, I had trauma. I had trauma because Townsend showed me up on the harmonica. No, the trauma is working with Ryan. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, maybe can. we can get to uh, the roots of the need to cheat, <laughs> profusely cheat. Yeah, let's get to the roots. Maybe I just I felt a little. I mean, I, I it's intimidating to have someone of your stature. You know, knowing that you're gonna come with, you're gonna come with the fire. It was, I, w- I will admit, a little into. I was like, I could pull a guitar out. I gotta do something. The harmonica like, is still sleep, smoking. You know? I gotta do something, Michael. You'll find this cool. Have you ever heard of a Lee Oscar harmonica? Uh, yeah. Just say yes. Yes, I okay. Have. I appreciate it, Townsend, but please don't encourage. No, I just, I just, I got really thing. excited. Anyone who's listening knows that this is a unwanted addition. <laughs> that thing is beautiful. <laughs> To this show it's gonna be edited it out. Is this gonna be edited out? No, this is okay. We're not you. I'm talking about when he just plays page. it on his own. Okay, so I met I met Lee Oscar. What? And he sent me his harmonica. Shut up, Legit. really? Yeah, no swear. Way. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, isn't that yes. so cool? That is cool. Okay, I'm not. Got excited some energy about that. radiating from it. Shut I up. know. Isn't that so cool? <laughs> I had to share that. No one else was excited about that. You were the perfect audience. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, I'm a dork. I know. That's so cool, though. Um, well, so am I. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, it's the I best. I can't tell you how good it makes you me see, feel. Michael, you see, Michael, that is so a harmonica, harmonica worth showcasing in public. <laughs> Not a little novelty necklace harmonica. Do you like 
that they were within arm's reach of several. She could just grab them, and they oh. were just right there. That's just I, that's great. They're always the warrior needs their weapons close. Just like my fedora was just right here. She the second she mentioned it, that's I was like, I got it right here, right here. That's it. Got a whole shelf of things you'll never see. Just <laughs> just weapons, musical weapons. The armory. The armory is on the other skulls. side of the camera. They'd... Yes. Little skulls. And this one goes I don't the mind dark. the shakers. Those I don't. I would. I would prefer that you break those out more than the harmonica. Really? If possible. Wait, you're saying that you won't yeah. complain about the shakers? No. <laughs> I feel like you just. I feel like you just dug yourself a hole. Yay! That's great. Give him an inch, he'll take a mile. I think you're right. Would it take three miles? Give him an inch, he'll take three skull shakers. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um. Wow, that was a lot of nonsense, and I'm just. So I happy. was literally about to say. So anyway, I came out with this song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. So I have this that you single out. Tell me yeah. about the single. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh man. When's the next single coming out? Yeah, next one. That's what I mean. Oh yeah. Once a month, you said. Yeah. Once a month. So we're gonna do a thing. I did a lot of research. Imagine that. Um, about like how I wanted to release my music, and I've always done a project or a CD. And so, or a single, you know, just like one song by itself. And I decided I want to do this one different because the songs are different. They're going to experience like a brand new array of music and lyrics. And so I want to do one at a time to kind of build the hype a little bit. And like I said, the last one will be released and that will be all the songs on the album. And so I did one, I believe it was August 4th. And so the next one will be September I believe fourth. I mean, it's literally one month. So four weeks to the day after that, four weeks to the day after that. And in between, we're going to be dropping the music videos for them. So there will be constant content like every two weeks. Super stoked in December to help celebrate it. We're going to be throwing a huge release party, full band. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be so amazing. Awesome. I know y'all should fly in from Arizona. We should. Could you imagine how cool that would be, though? I can't imagine it. I was just imagining it, actually, as you said Did that, you? which is fascinating that you could read Did my you, mind. though? <laughs> you could play harmonica on the stage, Michael. But not the guitar, though, right? Just no, that's mine. Okay. <laughs> you can't show me up at my own reason. How can I show you up? One, another term that comes up a lot is hijacking the spotlight. <laughs> He's Michael, notorious I believe, for that. I believe that's diagnosable. Did I tell you about the time when I was two <laughs> at uh, someone's college graduation that I escaped from my mother's clutches and made it up to the stage and started taking bows? Apparently, <laughs> I do have a talent. When you said that, I'm like, yeah. I, I, yes, I, I do remember that. Believe that, that and I understand that. that. Time. I do. I remember that. I recall that incident. Yeah. Sounds like me. Yeah. Uh, it does. Sounds, that sounds so. super awesome. We can't wait to, to like get the rest of the album. Oh, every it's gonna be so good. like new content one every, day right every. one day you'll you'll look out into the crowd and see like i know that my Fedora. beautiful face and that other dude that's does the show with me i know that I beautiful long is... dark hair in that fedora <laughs> he I know does those guys. Have gorgeous long dark hair it's so... i remember i know i wish i could show it off because it's more beautiful and flowing than ever but I is it really did you grow it out more yeah he did oh yeah i haven't cut that's... it it's more beautiful wow. with every passing day, frankly. Does it have like these natural? Wait, natural. You cut what? out there. 
<laughs> Do you have like these natural flowing curls now? Oh yeah. Oh, how annoying. Yeah. How annoying. It just naturally comes. Yeah. I make women jealous everywhere I go. I Yeah. I imagine so. It's always people like you that have the perfect eyelashes and the perfect hair. <laughs> and it's like, what do you do? Nothing. I do nothing. I wake just, up. Please you know, go on. You just, because this is all very you true. Just enjoy his presence. That's what you do. You know, you just That's thank it. yourself. Thank the universe that you got to be around and witness the, the gloriousness that is Mr. Spino. That's it. That's it. Gosh. Yeah. Just envious of them lashes. I just want to take into account. It's been like a year since we've spoken and I remember what you look like. Can we talk about that? And our last conversation in depth. I'm impressed by all three of us. I uh, well, I mean, in our I defense, couldn't agree more with that. The podcast. I am impressed by all three of us. <laughs> I'm impressed as well. No, I am Townsend. It, it it well, what it is is that you're you. Uh, I don't know. We felt like a very genuine connection when we spoke to you last, and and it seems like. Uh, you might have at least remembered a few things in that. Uh, oh, that's a lot too. It's cool. I, like, I don't know if I've ever said it on record, but we, me and Michael, we might be guilty of caring too much. <laughs> Ooh, I feel that possible. deep in my bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is um, definitely possible. So we trouble. don't we don't forget people. No, that's awesome. We because if you show up for us, you know we we value that and that's we remember awesome. you. I love we, that. Uh, that is we, we need wish more you the of best. that. I love that. Thank you so much. Well, we this absolutely more, flew by. Yeah, it did. I was going to say we need more creators like you, Townsend. We need people who care and who are about making a difference. And uh, you know, thank you for doing what you do. Like Ryan said, you know, it, it does, and it takes courage to do that stuff. So, uh, yeah. you know, you're pretty, you're pretty. Uh, you di- you have to dive deep to do what you're doing and to be able to pull something out of it. Like the podcast thing is, I mean, as we know, like this takes a lot of emotional energy too. And it's, it takes a lot of courage. Well, same to y'all. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, diving deep, asking deep questions, random questions, you know, being off the cusp. It's really appreciated and remembering people like that's so cool. So cool. There are a lot, there are a lot of podcasts, a lot of interviews I'm done, I've done where I'm just a number. You're just a name on a sheet where you're like, they never even look at you really. So it's very much transactional. They're never exactly. going to do a harmonica battle with you on air. Ever. It's never I've gonna. never done that. And it felt so exhilarating. It's, it's liberating. And you won. You, you so dominated. Good. Yeah, award winning. Of course. Harmonica player, frankly. So. Again, it will be on my bi- biography. When you go to Spotify under Open for <laughs> Sister Hazel, it will be one harmonica battle on podcast. It'll be a whole chapter. Oh, absolutely. Not just in a, page my, or a paragraph, it'll be a chapter. Yeah, in my memoir, it will be chapter 37. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming back. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. We'll have to do a round three when all my songs are out. Yes, the trilogy episode uh, is in the works. We got to, yeah, we do. Let's do Hold it. On. Did I get it? Oh, December. Let's do it. Oh, the cacti. We're back. Yeah, we're back. We are, well, we're back to, to say goodbye. The semi problematic problematic digital backdrop. <laughs> As you can see here, this um, this cactus. You know, is Michael, actually, I will allow you about twenty five feet tall. Townsend, will you allow him the moment to have his uh, like docent moment? Almost, I don't know what to call it. Desert tour guide moment here. 
Let's go. We've already, we've already just flown off. We might as well. We might as well. The train was like tipping off the rails. Let him drive. It's kind of what we like to do before an episode. Look over here. You see drive the train. See a little rattle. Conduct rattler off the rails. A little rattler is sliding around there in the in the brush. You got to be careful when you're in the desert. All right, Michael, I'm giving you the spotlight here. And Townsend said it's okay. Go for it. What What would you like to say about this thing without me interrupting and making fun of you? What I like to say about the cacti. Oh yeah, this is what I want to say. Let's just be wild and free, baby. I felt that deep in my soul. That was moving. Never again am I going to allow him the spotlight. <laughs> the one moment. <laughs> do you? I was wondering. Uh, the one moment in time where I was going to allow you to do the, your little thing there, and you blew it. As the slow motion train cl- crash uh, comes to a tumbling, terrible, awful end here, uh, I was wondering if, uh, if well, well, uh, Townsend, since we're on, we're here at, on our desert retrospective here. The question I like to ask—I know she'll you, cancel you out with whatever she has to say. We need some. She's gonna block the show here. right after mm-hmm. I hang up. We're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna all of a sudden lose Instagram. service. Um, having flashbacks. Where'd she we'll go? Down. I wonder why she left. <laughs> All of a sudden, um, I was wondering, Townsend, you, you know, you have shared a lot of uh, valuable things and a lot of wise things, but I wonder if you do have any additional yeah, words of wisdom you want to share with our beautiful listeners. It does have to be relating this large picture of a cactus that we're looking at. No, no. It oh. can be literally about anything that so moves you, you know? Um, I was going to, can I relate it to the cactus just because... That's yes. where we're no, going. That's what we're starting. You can't at. not do it now. Now that you said it, yeah. <laughs> How about this? Here's here's a saying, and just because there's a large cactus that we've been staring at for a long time, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> a little too. <laughs> Let me. Long, no, I know, I know. I feel like I got to put my serious face on and be like inspirational and not totally jack up the saying. But they talk about how your garden is going to be. Like wherever you're planted, if you water it, it will grow. So wherever you are in life, it doesn't matter where you are. As long as you water yourself and you take care of yourself, you will grow wherever you are. No, I love that. Are you crying? No, I just. Uh, I'm. I think I did. I think I saw you. Yeah, wiping. he he had to take the glasses off there. That was me. That was. I the- think that that resonated with him. That was me realizing that my glasses was smudged and the light was making okay. the glare. But uh, okay. I was also in the moment thinking, and uh, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Thank you me. will grow. Yeah, your plants will grow grow where you plant them. And so just that's as right. that cactus is in the middle of the desert, I don't know. I'm starting to sound crazy now. Starting? No, yes. I, I don't think at all. I disagree. Two hours That's ago. impossible. You can't sound crazy when you're insane. in the room with us. There you go. There you go. You're I was all, trying to the be third like, person is always the same one. <laughs> I was trying to be like all. By default. Yeah, yeah. Artsy. Artsy fartsy with it this was, cactus, but that's all I got. That's all I, I got. Don't be prickly. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I like it. And I like, uh, I like you know, it's idea. funny. Uh, maybe also grow where, you wa- where, where the water is too. Yeah. You know? You have to reach Absolutely. for the reach for the sky. Stay sharp, and we're uh, doing all the things. Stay sharp, yes. 
All joke, all jokes aside, I do encourage people. All jokes aside, all jokes aside. Maybe we can get to the point. Oh, that that was a good one. Uh, like that. Oh, I love Don't it, be Ryan. such a prick. <laughs> that's a very, yeah, that's very applicable to him. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Listen, no, listen. No, 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 I'm no. a prick. I. All jokes aside, I do hope that you guys and your listeners are encouraged. Not only check out the podcast, you're not alone with Townsend, but the reason that I do what I do is just to remind people like life freaking sucks. It's hard. Uh, uh, just like staring at this cactus. It's pretty sharp. Sometimes it hurts sometimes, but to not to be so punny. We're not alone in whatever we go through. And as it's a lot easier said than done than to realize that. But yeah, I hope your listeners truly know that whatever you go through, you're not alone and take that leap of faith. Cause it's been awesome. And it's been really cool seeing you guys follow your journey and just how successful y'all have been. And let me be a small part of that. Thank you so much. The pleasure is uh, all very ours. kind. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, absolutely. I think it would only be appropriate if uh, you being the mature, you know, the mature soul in the room, if you could maybe help me out with this and tell me if, if you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our beautiful listeners. Well, there is one thing. One thing? Let's just be wild and free, baby. Wild and free. I love That's it. when the harmonica should have come out. Oh, no. It just came out of nowhere. Uh, also, it, before we go, I don't, I don't know if you had the opportunity to share. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Um, Ryan, I, I, you cut out there. I don't know if Townsend had the opportunity to share her ads and her the way, oh, ways yeah. that people would find her. Yeah, Please. yeah. Oh, gosh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so like we talked about earlier, obviously, I have a podcast all related to mental health. It is so amazing. So many incredible stories shared from across the world. I think the one today, uh, while we're recording this, it's a Monday and today is talking about mental health in the military. So it's a female that talks about PTSD and coming back home, trying to be a typical civilian. She talks about things that you would never think about. So that one's amazing. Check it out. You'll, you might find that you're not quite alone, no matter what you're going through. And then of course my music got a new single out. I've got several new songs coming out, always new content being created. It's at Townsend Teen Music on all the socials. So YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of those things. And then of course my website is townsendtmusic.com. That's it. Townsendtmusic.com. So can I make the tea every time I do it though with my hands? Cause I'm going to do it anyway. Why are you asking? <laughs> no, I love it. It makes it more of a point. That was a tea. So tea. It's serious tea. Tea. I like it. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, go check her out. Go, go check out the new single. And uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing the rest of the album come out here. That'll be fun for the rest of the year. Absolutely. So, uh, heck yeah. All right, Ryan, does that, uh, boss, does that satisfy our, all of our, we check all the checks on the list, do everything? We got it? I think we got it, sir? Mm, yeah, sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. All right, well, uh, now that I've been able to locate uh, earlier in the podcast when I played the wrong clip, it was because I didn't have my glasses on. It's hard to see. I'm squinting here. Okay, here we go. Uh, folks, beautiful listeners, you know we love you. Bye, bye. Bye.
behind that cactus there, off in the far, far distance, you can see a man not caring about Michael's novelty harmonica. <laughs> 